Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is The Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. Okay, it is the Lombardi line as we welcome you in. Good morning. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. He's Michael Lombardi there at the Bayou, down at the Beau Rivage. And Michael Lombardi, about 45 minutes ago, as we say good morning to you, 45 minutes ago, Los Angeles was just shook by an earthquake, a pretty big earthquake. And if that's any any indication, this is going to be a hell of a college football season. How are we doing? Good morning. Wow. Are you okay? I didn't even hear oh, that. I didn't even read that. Everything good? <laughs> Yeah, everything's good. Jeezy, the dog freaked out a little bit, but we're good to go. And you know what else I was thinking as we say good morning to you, Michael, and good morning to Nesson. Good morning to Marquee Sports Network. We welcome you. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. I was thinking that was a pretty good, proper first Saturday of college football. And guess what? We've got five more months of that. And then coming up on Thursday, the NFL gets going. We get six months of that. It's a pretty good time to be alive. Yeah, and one week from today, Sunday at 1, we kick this thing off and we get all the games. No, I, I, it was a fun weekend. I mean, yesterday, sitting here in the sports book at the Beau Rivage, enjoying it. I mean, North Carolina State, East Carolina comes down to oh. a, a missed field goal for that win. The 10 points easily covered. Rutgers, great come-from-behind win to beat Boston College. Run for 239 yards on the ground behind a freshman quarterback. That was a great game to the end. I mean, it, and then, of course, topped off by... My man, Anthony Richardson, can we really, you know, can we talk about him, please, you and I, Patrick? I mean, how did Dan Mullen watch this guy at practice every single day and oh make him gosh. the backup? I mean, I'd like to have an answer on that. I'd like to have a Senate inquiry on that, really, seriously. So your kind of spidey sense went off last year when you saw him and that the scout in you came out. Remember that last year when you kind of saw him yeah. and you came to the show the day after, you're like, there is something going on in Gainesville with Anthony Richardson. Uh, the win for Napier in his debut against a top 10 team, of course, beating Utah, Florida yesterday, and the way Anthony Richardson, I mean, running the ball, throwing the ball, fourth down conversions, the touchdown to win the football game. Uh, you and I were talking a little bit before the show. Somebody said Vince Young, and then somebody said Cam Newton. We never thought we'd see another Cam Newton. This kid's there. This kid's going to be incredible. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, the scout in you sees this big guy with rhythm timing you know is he perfect no but 
he's so big, he's so fast, he's so physical that, you know, I was thinking Josh Allen a little bit. You know, he's not exactly the most accurate guy right now, but he's got this incredible size, probably faster than Josh Allen, and playing on a bigger stage and doing it against great teams. I mean, look, Utah, say whatever you want about Utah. They're, They're such a tough team. I love watching Utah play. They come all the way down with a minute 26 to go, and Rising makes a bad throw in the end zone and costs them the game. But, you know... I mean, they're throwing up on the sideline. I mean, the heat humidity was getting to them. It, it was truly a great college game. And, you know, look, I, really I've was. said this all year about Florida. That they have, they're going to be – Florida is going to be a tough out. There's no denying that. Because of that kid, because of his uniqueness in terms of how to, how to handle him. I mean, in the Southeast Conference, I think he's going to take the league. I think he's taking college football by storm. And, you know, yeah, I know Bryce Young won the Heisman last year. C.J. Stroud did not look like a Heisman Trophy candidate based on the way he played yesterday at at Ohio State. Their offense did not look that way. You know, but for me, Richardson is is an X factor, and you've got to handle that. It's going to be a challenge for, for any team that plays him. Okay, so we're going to get to the big three. We'll get to Bama. They did what they needed to do. Georgia, the most impressive yesterday. Ohio State showed some leaks against a very gutsy Notre Dame team. But let's stick with this one for a second, because remember, I was square, and I want to give you credit. You said Florida's going to be plucky in this game. You said Florida could win this football game. Utah opened two and a half, Michael. That number never moved. It closed two and a half. How about this? Utah rushed for 230 yards almost six a carry. I mean, they were just running the football all over Florida. And the reason I bring that up is because this was literally Anthony Richardson. You saw Billy Napier after the game said, my wife could have called the offense for Richardson. He did everything you could possibly do as a college football player. And thinking of Dan Mullen not starting him last year is fascinating. Now let's get to your boy Napier. Unheralded when he was hired, four seasons at Louisiana. He goes 40 and 12 at Louisiana. You know him well. This is a great start for Napier at Florida. No doubt. You know, Jay Bateman, the former defense coordinator at Army, is on the defensive staff there, too. So he's got a nice staff going, and he's got an elite player. And the one thing I always felt about going into the season was last year when he was at Lafayette, Louisiana Lafayette, he didn't really have that left-handed quarterback. And they were effective offensively, but I never felt like that quarterback was an elite player or could take the offense to another level or his design of the offense to another level. Richardson can do that. And, I mean, he's just unique. I mean, you know, you've got to defend for all the quarterback runs. They spread it around. They still run the football effectively. They're only going to get better. I mean, they're a young team. But when you have a player that could tilt the field like Richardson, I don't know how Mm. Dan Mullen understood that. I don't know what he was watching at practice. Like, was he really thinking about redshirting this kid? I mean, you could see this kid from the first moment that he was going to be a, a, a top 10 pick. He was going to be – he's an elite – there's not many people on planet Earth that have his skills. I mean, that's really what we're talking about. We're talking about someone on planet that's Earth a, that doesn't right. have these skills. You know, that's and so right. when, you, when you find someone like that, you, you say, okay, I've got to make this work. I, there's no sense in red shirt and this. You know, so it, it was – and it's a great start for Billy Napier. I, I'm not down on Utah, even though when we analyze the Pac-12 versus the Southeast Conference, I think they're 1-8 in, in opening games, the, the, Pac, the, South, the, the Pac-12 in, in, against Southeast Conference. I mean, it's always a mismatch, it seems like, when it goes in that direction. And, and Florida, you know, Florida did – people think Florida's going to be the fourth-best team in the Southeast Conference, and they beat what many consider to be the best team in the Pac-12. 
Yeah, Richardson was dazzling. I'll get off Richardson, but I I, I got to give you credit. I wrote a bunch of notes from that game about him, and I wrote down Michael saw it last year. Okay, Georgia. The first thing I did when Anthony Richardson yeah. went off is, remember, SEC East, I go directly to the schedule, October 29th, Florida at Athens. Just circle it. Circle it that, on your calendar. That, that might go be ahead. the only hard game that Georgia has, isn't it? When you look at Georgia's schedule, Chick Jack and I were talking about it yesterday when we were watching all the games. He's like, once they get past this game, I don't think they have one until the Florida game. The Georgia start and rumors of Georgia's demise, and then we'll get to Ohio State. Bond's got a great clip from Day talking about the offense. We'll do that in the next segment, but let's go Georgia, who just absolutely pummeled Oregon. I mean, yeah. they lost an astonishing 15 players to the NFL draft, and by the way, we have to give our boy Stetson Bennett some credit because he was in Fuego yesterday. Yeah, he played well, and there's no doubt. I was really disappointed in Oregon's team. I was disappointed in the preparation. I was disappointed they in how they played the game. They were flat. They looked like they were intimidated by Georgia. The helmet, I mean, the, the, before the game started, it didn't look like Oregon had any swagger to them. You know, and look, yeah, I, yep. I think what I misinterpret is I, I was counting on Lanning to be a good head coach, but it was his first game, and, you know, he was flat. I mean, let's be honest. He didn't have his team ready. I mean, he didn't – all the stuff that I thought he could do, take away, make Benson, none of that None of that manifested itself. I mean, it was completely a mismatch. This looked like a game that Georgia was playing against, you know, Mercer. I mean, it really looked like a mismatch from the start. And Carl and I looked at each other after the first 10 plays of the game and said, Oregon ain't covering this one. And we both liked Couple Oregon. I mean, you could just yep. tell. Hey, Michael, one thing I'll say about Lanning and the team, you know, just that juice that you expect from a first-year head coach. I, I don't want to judge too much on sideline demeanor, but he had no juice. There, he was docile. No juice at all. I mean, like, you can just see the difference yeah. between between Napier and him. And, you know, you just sometimes you just feel a coach. And, look, he's a yeah. young guy. He got this job. Is he ready? I would say he's probably not ready. It probably was a mother may I step forward for him. And, and Oregon's program, Mario Cristobal left it. I thought there would be more talent on that field than it was. It just didn't look like it. Michael, Georgia became just the second team in college football history to score a touchdown on its first seven drives against a top 25 squad. Bennett, a career best, 368. 15 different defenders had multiple tackles for this Georgia team. I'll tell you something. You know, Kirby leaving Bama and going to Georgia, and you and I have talked about this ad nauseum, if you put a fence around the state of Georgia, you can win national championships, plural. Kirby is recruiting yeah. his butt off because that talent is dumb on that Georgia team. No doubt. And, and he can go into Florida and get who he wants to. I mean, let's not kill ourselves. He, you know, one thing we used to do when I was in Cleveland with Belichick, we would always study the Florida high school, Florida-Georgia high school all-star game. Because if you watch that game, when they would play that game, I don't know if they play it still, but that game had all pro players in it. I mean, if you got invited to play in the Florida-Georgia High School All-Star game, you were going to be a pro player. There's no denying it. So that number closed 16, 16 and a half with Georgia laying it. Easy cover. By the way, yeah. we were on the under. Open 51, steamed up to 55 and a half steam, Michael Lombardi. The steam wasn't right here oh because, well, no. I will say this. Georgia could have covered the total by themselves if they decided to. They didn't. It stays right. under the total. No we'll take that. And that lends itself to Oregon scoring three points. Uh, I think the least impressive team of week one has to be Oregon. And we can get to some of the other disappointments. But that was, I mean, this just flat yeah. was what I wrote down in my notes. Flat, 
didn't look like they knew how to play Georgia, kind of looked like he didn't understand the level of intensity that it was going to take. I mean, everything about it. I mean, it's one of those you have to push it away, start anew, kind of build off something else because they were really good. I mean, I would say Ohio State was as disappointing as Oregon, even though they won. You know, look, and the other disappointment to me is where is all this love for Tommy Reese as being an offensive guru? Oh, gosh. Like, seriously, if I'm a Notre Dame fan, I'm wondering about, like, I'm betting Tommy Reese to cut for the – I mean, like, where where did this come from? Like, all I hear about what great offense – I mean, Notre Dame's offense just looks like Era Parsegian's running the damn thing. No disrespect. We're going to come back. We're going to come back and discuss that. We'll, we'll come that, that We have to do a full segment on Ohio State, Notre Dame. I thought Notre Dame was very impressive defensively where they kind of dictated the pace. But again, we said if they could dictate the pace, they could win this football they game. They should have won the they game. Were, I mean, you, get that game, you hold Ohio State to 21, you got to win the game, right? You, you, you're playing a track meet and you're playing it to your way. You got to win that game. Buckle in, Michael Lombardi. Only five more months yeah, of this ready. college football action. We've got, of course, this Thursday, a few miles down the road for me at SoFi, the Bills laying two and a half at the Rams to kick off the NFL season. And then we'll have a proper NFL Sunday coming up a week from today. We're just getting started today here on the Lombardi line. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. When we come back, Notre Dame hung for 60 minutes. Let's talk about Ohio State. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. You're listening to The Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, I told you we're a week out from a proper NFL Sunday, so make sure you download the NFL betting guide. It's football season. Betters, you know this. This is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VSIN, and now's the time to become a VSIN subscriber. So remember, you got to become a VSIN pro if you want to get the college football betting guide, if you want to get the pro tools, if you want to get the NFL betting guide. The VSIN pro subscription right now is off the charts. Go check it out. It's half off. 175 bucks gets you everything we offer through the Super Bowl. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Check it out. Okay, 
It's a great Sunday here on the Lombardi Line. He's Michael Lombardi there at the Beau Rivage. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles, as we welcome you in. Hope you're having a nice weekend. And we were just talking before we came back. I mean, the setup there at the Beau Rivage is immaculate. That place is awesome. Yeah. You know, it really is, Patrick, and it's a great, great spot. I mean, they have some incredible dining experiences here. Yesterday, the weather was bad. We'll get some of those storms that came across the country, so we had a little bit of a storm. But sitting here in the book, the food was, as you could predict, with Jick Jack running the operation here. I, I think Jick Jack made the gumbo himself yesterday. It was delicious. So, yeah, I mean, it's so good here, you know, and we just and watch all the games. And the energy, you know, I, I don't mean it any disrespect because – the college football in the Northeast isn't to the level of college football here in the Southeast Conference. And even though Alabama was driving up, was playing Utah State, you thought they were playing the 64 Packers. I mean, the reaction to every touchdown by the fans in here was unbelievable. And, you know, the Texas A&M-Sam Houston game, even though it went for that long delay, the energy that was going on in all these games from there, the Mississippi game, all of them was just fun. It was, it really, it was, you felt like you were at a stadium and there was a lot of rooting interest and it was a little final, you know, when you go to a, a sports book during March Madness and everybody's, you know, at the end of the game, everybody's screaming for their bets to come in. Well, that's kind of the way it was yesterday after when the 11 o'clock games were coming to an end, everybody was like, okay, here we are. We're coming down to it. You don't have to tell me. I went to South Carolina. The SEC, it just hits different. And can we just throw that shot yeah. up again of Michael, the wide shot? Because that is a beautiful... And by the way, you know, you and I have been working together too long. I think we're wearing the exact same color and shirt today. That is just what there we, we do yeah. here on the Lombardi line. Sunday. And again, the we Lombardi... Got, you know, Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, we have our Sunday gear. We're like Tiger. We yes, have we our do. Sunday gear. Yeah, there's no Look doubt. at that shot. That's a beautiful shot. The Lombardi line presented by BetMGM, and that's a BetMGM book at the Beau Rivage. Stop by and say hi. Can I... Before we get into Ohio State, can I... One minute, can I give you a beef? And it has to do with our buddy, Will Hill. You know, we love Will Hill, but he is a pain in my butt. So he asked me who you got today. And I said, to be honest with you, my big bet is, is Utah. Okay. I was square. I admit it, but I'm knee deep in South American soccer. I'm knee deep in European soccer. I mean, I just don't have have time to cap it all. (laughs) So, so I write, I write to him, look, I think I'm square, but I'm big on Utah. As the game's ending, he writes to me, ouch. Like, as a better, here's for new betters, please. Yeah. This is what you don't do to friends that bet. You don't write anything letting them know what they already know, yeah. which is they're losing a bunch of money, Michael Lombardi. Yeah, I think, and he was on something that was wrong yesterday, too. I forget what game he was on. No, there's no chance. He was wrong. There's I didn't no send him a text. Yeah, I didn't send him a text when he was wrong on that. I mean, look, <laughs> the one thing about college football opening weekend, you're going to be wrong. I mean, let's face it, there's going to be a lot of, you know, the dogs yesterday were barking a little bit to a degree. You know, I mean... Look, look, we, we gave out the tip of the day last Sunday when we said Alabama, to, and it was at 39, we said take it, right? And it was only a 55-point cover. I mean, seriously, exactly if you right. didn't bet that one, I don't know what you were going to bet. So don't yell well, at me he, if, you didn't, if something didn't come in. Well, if you expected an all-time offense there in Columbus, Ohio State, Notre Dame, you were wrong as well. 21-10, don't cover the 17, which is where it closed. Don't go over the 58-and-a-half, which yeah. is where the total closed. Before we get into the breakdown of the game, go ahead and roll it, Stephen Bond. I refuse to answer that question right off the bat. <laughs> we just beat the number five team in the country by 11 points. And when you, you know, really, when you look at the last four teams that we played, I think all four teams were in the top 10. This is a top five team. It's not easy to do. It's hard. And we just beat the number five team in the country by 11 points. 
And I couldn't be any prouder of our team and the way that our team played, especially in the fourth quarter. A lot of people question our toughness going into the offseason. Well, I mean, you have to watch the film and you make your decisions if you thought that team was tough tonight. Okay, that's a great one thing. That's a great clip, Stephen Bond. That's Ryan Day, the Ohio State head coach. Yeah. And somebody, Michael Lombardi, is defensive. Well, I mean, here's the thing. If you really understand sports and you understand high-level achievers, the team you're playing isn't the competition. There's a standard you have to reach. There's a standard of performance that you have to win, that you've got to get to. And accept all the wins. Don't apologize for any wins. But there's a standard. And say, hey, look, I, I, I don't care that Notre Dame's ranked five. Are they really the fifth-best team in the country? Who the hell knows right now? Seriously. Who knows? I think we all don't know. It's all guessing. So to me, I would have rather Ryan come out and say, look, you know, we just beat the number five team in the country. I'm proud of our guys, but there's a lot of work we got to do. We got to get better. There's a standard of performance we've got to reach. Because remember, he's talking to his players. He's talking to his players. He's telling them, you know, what he expects from them. They've got to get better. The fact that they were finally adjusted to running the football. I mean, Notre Dame was daring him to run the ball the whole game. And Ryan wasn't going to run the ball because he wants to be a passing game guru. Finally, in the fourth quarter, they decided to run the ball. And thankfully for Notre Dame, they've got this misconception offensively of what's going on over there. I mean, how many times did I say on the show, like, if you're Notre Dame, you've got to be quarterback you. You should be offensive you. You should have your own. I mean, what Stanford does with David Shaw and the uniqueness of their offense, Notre Dame should do in a different way, uniqueness of their offense. I mean, they're Notre Dame. They're Notre Dame. I mean, they've won. When they've won, it's been because Lou comes in and he runs that, you know, the veer with Tony Rice, and they become a different offense. To me, you know, I, I, I think they love Tommy Reese at Notre Dame. God love them. I think it's a high school offense. I really do. And they've got one of the best players in the country, and you're not getting him the ball every single play And Michael Meyer. I, I don't know. Now, I know he got hurt in that game. I hope he's not too bad. But to me, I, I was really disappointed, A, in Notre Dame, and that's the quarterback we're going to go with at, at, a, at a school like this. You play, you hold Ohio State to 21 points. You should win that game. Ohio State beat teams by 29 points last year, and they trailed at the half 10-7 to that offense. Are you kidding me? And by the way, yeah. are, we, we know C.J. Stroud was your favorite going into the season as far as the Heisman. Are we sure he's the best offensive player? Because when Njigba went down, that offense went down. That offense was done when it Njigba down, was out completely. of the game. The best offensive player in the country is at Florida. Just let, let's put that in perspective. Fair. I mean, he's at the University of Florida. There's no one like him in the world. I mean, when you start talking about uniqueness, you start, start with that guy down there. Now, does that mean he's going to be a great pro? I don't know. You know, he's got a long way to go. But when you're talking about somebody who's big, fast, and can throw the ball from here to Mobile, I mean, you, you start with that, that list goes really small. And then he can do it at a high level. I mean, what do we want to do when we're talk, we talk about great players? Great players play great at the, at the time they have to play great. Richardson did that. I mean, I was disappointed in C.J. Stroud. I thought he was late with the ball. I thought he wasn't in rhythm. I didn't think he had great sense of timing. As I'm talking about him as a personnel guy evaluating him for pro football. You know, I would be very – I'm going to need to keep watching him, but I would be very concerned about his overall game. Just like Bryce Young. Is he going to be physically big enough to handle the pro game? He does wonderful in college. Is his arm going to be strong enough? Can he do all the things you want him to do? I mean, look, I watched the Arizona game yesterday, and their young quarterback, you know, the kid that transferred Jaron Delora from, from Washington State, he's, yep. got, he's a little less than Bryce Young in terms of his skill. They're very similar in their skill set, you know? And he led 
them or Arizona to a tremendous win down at San Diego State, first game that they've ever played at that new stadium. Michael, the reason I think Ryan Day was defensive, his team's more talented, and the only difference in that game at Columbus yesterday was a 14-play, 95-yard drive that wiped seven minutes off the clock to win the game. Remember, they go up 21-10 on that long, kind of eating-the-clock drive. That literally was the only difference. Other than that, Notre Dame was a better team, and they weren't as talented. That's an issue for Ohio State. And I think you got to give Friedman some credit here because he knew what Day wanted to do offensively, and, and Day didn't have an answer for it. Day did not have an answer, and so that became a real problem. And so the chess match was in there. That's what made me disappointed about Dan Lanning. He didn't have an answer for – now, I know he was out talent. Okay, I'll give you that. But, like, the great Mickey Corcoran, Bill Parcells' high school coach, always said to him, There's a, you got to figure out a way to win the game. There's always a way to win the game. You know, and, and unfortunately, I don't think Dan Lanning truly understands that. The that that's a I just love that clip because that's Ryan Day a little shook after beating Notre Dame oh, by yeah. eleven he's, and he's reading his press clip. I mean the fact that he that he cited the eleven point Patrick he knows he was oh, a know. seventeen point favorite going into the game. I mean we can say all oh, the coaches don't look at the betting line. Yeah okay well if he why would he refer to it as then if he doesn't look at the betting line? Come on you know and and the book's disappointed. I mean look that game opened up at fourteen so you know it should have gone the other way. And it didn't. And, I, and they fooled me because I got fooled, again, lesson here, lesson, what, pro tip number 714. Don't remember last year. Don't have flashlight memory of last year where you think, okay, Ohio State's going to carry on against Utah in the opener. There's that disconnect there that didn't happen. We said last year against Oregon they struggled early in the season. Become a VEASAN pro, you get the pro tips, you get 20 a day here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, and I think that's a good one. All kidding aside, you have to, bettors have to have a short memory. Everything's in a vacuum. Yeah. Good job, Michael Lombardi. Hey, not too far from you, they're in Louisiana at the Superdome, Florida State and LSU. The number is fascinating. We're coming back with that next here at Lombardi Line. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's VSIN's preferred horse racing app, and that is First Bet Express Bet. You can get 10 bucks instantly plus a $200 deposit match bonus right now. Use the code HORSE200. And here are our buddies, Jeremy Plonks picks today both from Del Mar in race three Jeremy has the eight horse Rhino on top at seven to two on the morning line in race four at Del Mar Jeremy Plonk has the three horse Dancing Crane at five to one good price on the morning line get ten bucks free when you bet sign up at first bet VEASAN's preferred horse racing app remember you have to use the code horse 200 and you can also get matched up to two hundred dollars on your first deposit it's VEASAN.com slash horses for more information that's VEASAN.com slash horses for more information as we got you back here on the Lombardi Line. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles. He, of course, is Michael Lombardi. This is the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. And speaking of MGM, it's a beautiful MGM book down at the Beau Rivage. You can go check out, get an autograph. We got a picture. We're going to embarrass Michael Lombardi a little bit later with him signing just an, um, just a mountain of books today at the Beau. And you can stop by and say hi to Chick Jack as well, right, Michael? Oh, yeah, Chick Jack, he's the, he's the man of the people here. He's like the greeter. Everybody knows Chick Jack. You know, everybody says hello to him, and, and, and you know, it's he is the, the, the man of the community. There's no denying it. 
So I want to get into speaking of the down south and the Superdome, where you've been, I'm sure, a multitude of times. And that's where we have a yeah. big matchup. Florida State, of course, Duquesne last week, a little bit of a tune up. This is year three for Norvell. Something has to give. Something has to happen for him and that seminal uh, organization. Now, LSU, this is fascinating. I want to walk you through this line movement. So they opened two and a half, okay, LSU. They got up to three, and they were sitting three for weeks and weeks. And then yesterday, we go to three and a half. Remember betters, three, that key number, both college and pro. We go to three and a half. And then this morning, Michael, I wake up, and everybody's hitting four. Mostly across the board, you got, you got fours. You still can find a couple three and a halves. But we went past, with LSU laying it, we went past that three into that three and a half territory. Yeah, which is, you know, I mean, this is interesting. LSU hasn't played a game. Florida State did have a tune-up. So we got to see, you know, Ward, the running back, have a really good day. Travis, the quarterback, throw the football. I mean, the running game for Florida State, I know they were playing Duquesne, so it doesn't really matter, but at least it was a tune-up game for them. But I think this LSU team, one thing about Brian Kelly that, that you know, is always been the case whether it's been at Notre Dame or anywhere he's been Cincinnati is his teams play well in these kind of games and get the season started now look I'm not a Jaden Daniels fan I think his accuracy is is somewhat inconsistent to be polite but uh, you know I think there was enough there at LSU and Florida with Mike Norvell is still kind of going through it's going to take Jordan Travis to have a really good day I think if they're going to win this game I think it's going to be challenging it's going to be at the 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 uh the Superdome, the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, I think we're still calling it that. So, you know, it's going to be there, and, and it'll be a bunch of, you know, I think it'll be a halfway point for the home teams. I mean, a lot of Florida State people were at this hotel yesterday. They're going over to the game today, and obviously all of Baton Rouge will be down there for the game. So I, I don't know if there's a real home field advantage for either team. I'll say this. I do think the 51 and a half is a little light on the total. And as Stephen Bond notes in his notes, the over is 12 and four in Florida State's last 16 non-conference. Also, these two teams, LSU and Florida State, last met in 1991, which Florida State won 27 to 16. couple of things. How about this from our buddy Chris Felica over at ESPN? You just mentioned Brian Kelly's good in these spots, Michael. Brian Kelly has 40 straight wins as a head coach when his team is favored. 40 straight. Yeah. As a favorite. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. Now, you know, he's got the new quarterback. Noah Kane, the running back from from Penn State, comes in. He, what, he carried it like 100 times last year for Penn State. Wasn't really impressive. Average 3.3 yards a carry at Penn State. But he comes in. But they've got Bote, right? The, the Keishon Bote, the receiver maybe, who was maybe outstanding the best in the last country. year. Maybe the best in the country, Patrick. And, you know, and he'll have a he'll be hard for Florida State to handle. So, Look, I, I do think Florida State's rebuilding their program with Mike Norvell. I don't think it's to the level that people want it to be as soon as it is. We'll see. But I do think Brian Kelly is a good coach. I, I think you can't minimize Kelly's ability to where he has won, and he's won everywhere he's been. And that number the Bear gave you usually plays out. So you and I are on the same page with the Arizona State transfer and Jaden Daniels, who looks like he's going to play quarterback today for LSU. He's very talented, but he's too inconsistent. How about this? So Brian Kelly put this team together, of course, through the transfer portal, a lot of this team. He could play a new quarterback, a new running back, a new guard, both corner spots. They're replacing four starters from that secondary last year, which wasn't very good at LSU. My question here, they're 11-2 and LSU since winning a national championship. My question, and they get a big upgrade at head coach. You know this. Coach O is fun, but he ain't Brian Kelly as far as a head coach. The question is, yeah. is LSU going to be ready for this game? I mean, there's a lot of new parts that have to gel. 
Well, you know, but look, uh, that's a great point, Patrick. But I think when you watch Arizona, they had a ton of new parts, and they scored 38 points against San Diego State, which is known Good for their boy. defense. Now, I know San Diego State lost, but those new parts all came together really well for Arizona. So just playing that through, I think they certainly can. You get some rhythm going. Now, Daniels didn't get to LSU, I think, until, this, until late spring. You know, I think it was in March that he was able to get in there. So he got some spring work, just like the kid at Arizona did, too. So there's enough continuity that you can develop. And I'm not sure, knowing Brian Kelly, like, I think it, I'm not sure that he's committed completely. Like, this guy is an elite down there. I think he's just a placeholder until they fi figure out what they're going to do at quarterback, depending on how he plays. He's going to have to look over his shoulder a little bit. And speaking of quarterback, so Jordan Travis, who is an exceptional athlete, he got a nice little tune-up against Duquesne, but this is really Norvell and the Florida State season is going to come down to can he develop Travis? You know, that's really because they do have talent. I mean, they had three backs last week that went for over 100 yards. Again, it is Duquesne. Um, but this is th year three for Norvell. We're going to expect something here because now he's starting to get that cycle of his recruits there in, in Tallahassee. Yeah, and look, in these games, and one thing about Norvell, he emphasizes the kicking game, and Florida State's kicking game has been very good. And their front seven is the strength of their team defensively. So he's got to be able to hold up in those two areas. And, and if he can get the quarterback to play athletically and throw the ball as well as, as he's had at moments, you know, it's been too inconsistent. But I, I just think, to me, LSU at the end of the day, even though Coach O wasn't really – doing a great job he always could recruit they've got talent at LSU don't minimize that the, and Kelly will bring that talent and they will be professionally coached they will play well in all three areas I would believe and again that line movement which again, I want to touch on again indicates uh, just what you just said by the way you become a VEASAN pro member we always talk about the betting splits and where the money's going you have to become a VEASAN pro our pro tools are available once you do and you can get that line movement that's so important so let's just recap where we started with this matchup two and a half Michael that's where it opened three it was sitting there for weeks and weeks with this Florida State LSU matchup yesterday it gets hit to three and a half and today we're now getting hit to four that my friend is the one word you don't like but that is steam right now on your boy Brian Kelly right and and I think it's really clear and and, and as betters you have to understand there's you know if I go into the book and bet a hundred thousand dollars and the book will maybe just ignore that but if somebody who they consider an expert in the field bets ten thousand dollars they may move the number so this isn't just a random number shift because of volume this is because people are actually betting it somebody's moving the number somebody who they feel like knows and has credibility within the program so for me I, I think this is you know and i think these opening lines if you just go through it patrick they haven't really been you know they've been kind of close some of them some of them haven't been i mean Rutgers was what a nine point dog to boston college they end up winning outright north carolina state was a 10 point favorite they they win by one it hasn't all been the same so i think there's a little margin of error here 81 percent of the bets right now lsu 59 percent of the money being reported again you can find those when you become a vison pro subscriber here's one thing i will say and this is for new betters michael lsu could win by 200 points today if you're betting them lane four you're a sucker. You're getting the worst of it yeah. because you got you could have got them at two the and a half. You you could have got yeah. them at two and a half. You can't. So what does that tell you? you? That tells two. you maybe to lay off of it, right? It tells you to lay of off. Course. Of course. You know, it, there, sometimes saying no to a bet is as good as saying yes to something that's going to win. You know, it's like to me. Uh, let's take the Alabama Utah State game. At thirty nine and a half, I thought it was too light. At forty two, I still thought it was too light. 
I never thought the over was in danger because I didn't think Utah State was going to score. But I knew Utah State was giving up eight yards of play to Connecticut. So you kind of there's certain numbers that you don't like to me. I thought the the the, the 29 and a half with A&M, I thought that was the right to go to go take to A&M against Sam Houston. If they can't beat Sam Houston by more than four touchdowns, are they really one of the best teams in the Southeast Conference? Come on now. I mean, that was not an impressive showing by a and was terrible. Even though they covered it. Even though they covered it. And I know they had the huge delay and the thunderstorms and all that. But that was not – if we're talking about a standard of excellence and you're Jimbo Fisher, and that wasn't what you're looking for. And now – I see questions at quarterback. I, again, at A&M, I don't even know if they have the quarterback answer. Do you? Jimbo's team ran the ball for three and a half a pop against Sam Houston. That's an issue. That's an issue. Yeah, of course it is. Okay. Of course it is. Uh, Jimbo's the, an issue. You mean, yeah, it same is an record, issue. We'll be... Same record as Kevin Sumlin's three years at, at A&M. Just, I want to put that out there. He, he's got great PR. He must use the same guy Joe Douglas does. Um, again, no doubt. If, do us a favor and find Jick Jack. When I say you're a square better if you're betting LSU lane forward, just understand I'm not being derogatory. I'm just telling you that difference yeah. in line movement and you're betting late. the opener. You're late to the if, dance. If you're late, you're that's late when you lose dance. over a long season. You're 100% right. You're no late doubt. to that dance with LSU. We're coming back. It's the Lombardi line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbooks. BetMGM place a one-game parlay wager with the, with at least four legs on any Major League Baseball game today. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you're going to get your stake back up to twenty-five dollars. It's a great deal. So again, four-game part, four-team parlay. If one doesn't hit, you get twenty-five bucks back. That's a great deal. Four-leg parlay. Log into your account right now. Of course, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. you got to be 21 years or older. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. Make sure you check it out. Also, the app over at BetMGM is incredible. And speaking of BetMGM, 
Our buddy Jick Jack joins us here on the Lombardi line on a Sunday. Hope you're having a nice weekend. And Jick Jack, the setup there at the Beau Rivage, I, I'm so jealous. It's such a great spot. But also, we have to start here. If you go to at Jick Jack Johnson on Twitter, I don't know if Steven Spielberg produced the video you put together yesterday, but that was a hell of a production. <laughs> Good job by you as well with the acting. He's Jack. so talented with this video <laughs> stuff. I mean, my man knows what he's doing over here. I got to take lessons from him. He's Look, really good. Uh, like I was talking about earlier, you know how the, the Elaine had skinny mirrors in that Seinfeld episode. These, this microphone right here. I mean, I sound like I'm from up north. I don't. I'm not near as rednecky. <laughs> rednecky. That's a. I love that. Yeah, that's a new term. We got to put that in the. We have to put that in the book. Rednecky. <laughs> he sounds like Tom. But, you know, it was fun to watch on, the game the with you yesterday, Carl. We enjoyed it. We we covered the globe. I mean, even in this book, Michigan, Colorado State was up in the big screen. Yeah. We got yeah. to see the captain running up and down the field over uh, over that. And uh, so it was good. We saw a lot of good games, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And, you, you know, so it was my first experience uh, actually watching a football game with someone that actually knows what the hell's going on, you know. So I learned what leverage is, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, you know, I learned all the little secret uh, uh, codes that those coaches and stuff use. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. A great experience. We had all the answers. We were geniuses with the racers yesterday. We had it all. Well, you know when you're hanging out with Lombardi, you're going to hear about pad level. You're going to hear it's it's he speaks a different language. It's like the Da Vinci Code when he's watching football. Uh, however, yeah, yeah. we were talking about a program close to you, Carl. So let's get into this because everybody's betting LSU. Again, open two and a half. You can tell me what you had at the bow. Was sitting three for a long time. Went to three and a half yesterday. And I got a couple of shops going to four. Walk me through the bow there, Carl. Yeah, so we're we're probably headed that way, Patrick. I mean, but currently, right now, as we speak, we're at uh, three and a half, fifty-one and a half. Seventy-five uh, percent of the uh, handle is on the Tigers, eighty percent of the tickets. Uh, so yeah, we're but we're all you know. I mean, so we hadn't got our our nighttime LSU crowd in here. So what is that? A six thirty kick. So when they start rolling in, uh, you know, I, rolling. I, yeah, I think that number will be four, <laughs> maybe even four and a half. You know, but I'm shocked, Dick Jack, that it hasn't jumped already with this such a regional. You know, you're so close to Baton Rouge. You would have yeah. thought that you would have gotten a lot more money in this. You know, yeah. I think a little bit of the quarterback. You know, I was talking to a couple of LSU people here in the book yesterday that know the program really well. And they were telling me about Daniels and how I was expressing how I wasn't sure he was the answer, you know, long term. And, and, and they felt the same way. In fact, one guy said to me, he said, don't be surprised if Nesmeyer ends up playing a little bit at some point if Daniels can't execute the offense with Kelly. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they don't try to mix it up. I mean, they, so, I mean, to me, they're looking for their identity. Right. Uh, you know, for, for, you know, brand new coach coming in town. It, th this game is going to be very important for LSU for him to win over the crowd. You know, in the in the gladiator, you know, you got to win the crowd, yeah, right? Exactly. So, uh, you know, he he can win the crowd crowd over. Uh, set the tone for the rest of the year. I think they can get on a run if they play well here today. Yeah, I mean, New Orleans going to be lively today. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. You know what's interesting, Jick Jack? When I think of the South, when I think of the Bayou, I think of you. I don't think of Brian Kelly. <laughs> when he was hired by LSU, did that, didn't that seem to you too like a weird fit? Yeah, yeah, it, it did. And, and, you know, look, I'm going to give him some credit. You know, er everything I've heard from my guys in Baton Rouge is that he's he's worked his way into the culture down there. You know, it's it is different. You know, whether you want to admit it or not, it's different living down here than it is up north. Um, you know, the people. You know, and he's coming from a program that's been successful. 
uh, you know, they're out of that uh, delay or, or that fog that they were in for for 25 years. Saban got him out of that. So he's coming into a successful program. You know, when he opened that cupboard, I mean, they had some talent there. So that's a good thing for him. And uh, so from what I understand, the people have accepted him and he's fitting in. So that's a good sign. You know, and, and I think Kelly is, look, I think anytime you have a coach who's done it on all the levels that he's done it on, obviously there he's got a, a formula. And that formula has worked everywhere he's been. Now, it hasn't reached to the highest level he wanted it at Notre Dame, but I think that formula is going to be really good for LSU. And they needed a formula because what they had before with Ed was more of just, I'm a recruiter and we're just going to, you know, it's all about LSU. And there was no adjustments on sun on Saturday afternoon to the game. I think we're going to see that with Kelly. And I think that's why that number is shifting. And I think that's why you're seeing some, some love come in for the LSU against Florida State today. Yeah. Yeah, he just doesn't need to dance in public too much. No, that's, that's, that's no, yeah. well, no. Or, get, or well, turn to that bad accent. You know, yeah. go, he doesn't want to go to that bad. You know, when he when he first came in with that southern drawl. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like me come, trying to come up with your with your lingo. You know, I just don't work. Yeah. Like I was sitting at a table last night, and the people sitting next to me said, "You guys are from the east, aren't you?" Like that, you just know. Like like people well, you know. Said water. Like, you know, it's like, you said yeah. water or yeah, hot dog. Yeah, I said water, and oh, I yeah. said, and now I'm working on him, my man, here to get a hot dog cart out front here. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, that's another thirty pounds I'll gain. <laughs> hey, Carl. Uh, and again, Jick, oh boy, Jick Jack. The podcast is one more at Jick Jack Johnson on Twitter. Make sure you go check. And one thing I will say, just looking at this shot of you guys, that, that sports book is cozy, man. Yeah, I could, I could find yeah. myself there a Saturday and Sunday and never leaving, Carl. That's a great spot. It, it is. I mean, it's a really special place. You know, um, it, it's got a good feel to it. Uh, I, I, I kind of wish Michael would get a chance to see the, the LSU crowd that comes in here. Uh, but it, it's a special place, man. They, they've done a good job down here putting this together. Yeah. You know, and I could see the energy. Like I said to you earlier, Patrick, I mean, the energy watching the games down it's here. different. Uh, it was intense, yeah. I mean, and it was like a final, you know, the tournament. When, you know, those tournament games get to the last two minutes of it, right? Everybody's yeah. rooting for their team. They're rooting for their number. It was like that way in here yesterday. It was it was a lot of fun. It was interesting to see all the people come in and out and the different fan bases that showed up. Yeah. Uh, and obviously Alabama rules, to me yesterday, ruled the land. I mean, there was nothing that wasn't going to change Alabama. I mean, <laughs> you thought they were playing somebody great yesterday. I was like, okay, they're playing Utah State. They're going to win now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how'd the how the book how the book turn out? So when the dust settled there at the Bet MGM book at the Beau Rivage and you came in this morning to kind of do the accounting, Carl, how'd you turn out? Yeah. Yeah, we so we got off to a good start, Patrick. Uh, you know, we held about uh, uh, 10, 11 percent yesterday. Um, we had some games. Uh, you know, we got beat on the Mississippi State game, the Michigan game, and the Bama game, uh, but we pulled out uh, pretty good wins with Notre Dame. Uh, Troy helped us against. How'd you get beat on Alabama? Yeah, everybody in the world bet Alabama. Oh, okay, I yeah. got it. They took our advice. Sorry about that. Carl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. That, it was your advice too, though. I mean, you you were on that one yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, actually, we split. We we, we kind of eked out a split on the Utah Florida game, so we was good there. Uh, and then the Georgia game, uh, we we actually won a little money. So we had, we got off to a good start. Uh, proud of my staff, you know, my staff, you know, they've been kind of in a dormant stage for about four months. Yeah. Uh, so yesterday they handled the volume uh, accurately, and that, that's what we're looking for. 
Writing those tickets, Carl. Yeah. Right? You gotta yeah. write them you gotta be writing them tickets. That's right. I can't even imagine Carl Carl Carl's too nice to be if the staff wasn't doing well, Carl's too nice to would crack the whip there, Michael Lombardi. That ain't gonna happen. Um well, okay, they were they we, were they had lines there at the window. They were working oh, it yesterday. There's no oh, doubt. And there was a lot of get back, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, they 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 know they know when it's time to play and when it's time to work. I promise you that. Yeah. Now, they're they're a, they're a roller derby team. I'd put them in, I'd put them against anybody. But uh, <laughs> roller derby team. <laughs> the hey, great Carl. Rum Run Jones of roller derby. Team. That's hilarious. Hey Carl, just curious. Of course, we got a Labor Day matchup: Clemson and Georgia Tech. I've got most yeah. shops sitting 23 and a half. Remember that game opened 20, so a big uh, a big number as far as Clemson's concerned, laying it. Yeah, yeah, that's where we're at. We're at 23 and a half, 50 and a half. Uh, right now, we got 73% uh, of the uh, money and 80% uh, of the handle on Clemson. So uh, the book will need the other side, but. Uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll see what happens tonight with this uh, LSU game, and then we'll worry about that tomorrow. Uh, you know, I, my sense of it is 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 uh, this is a big game for DJ, the Clemson offense. I, I think they got to show something. I, I think this is. I mean, Georgia Tech's program has been down. I think it's going down. Changed offensive coordinator. This is a big year for Jeff Collins. I don't know if he can survive this year, but to me, this is a big game for DJ. I mean, he's got to come out and show that he can handle it and make plays and move the ball effectively. Because again, the standard performance, right? It's not we're playing Georgia Tech. We're trying to get to a level of play that can win us a national championship. And I think that this game is going to go a lot to that. I think we're going to either they're going to either cover this easily or DJ won't be the starter for very long down there. Yeah. Carl, just want to say as we say goodbye, your hospitality for the Lombardis has been awesome. Your commitment to the show is awesome. And we're looking forward to a great football season with you, Carl, down there at the Beau Rivage. Thank you. We Thank are, you, Carl. Too. We Thank can't you, wait Mike. to see your green screens. What, what's, you got to <laughs> keep us entertained back there. Well, next week, Berman's going to be on the green screen oh, no, in that geez. outfit. Oh, yeah. my God. There's oh, a beautiful yeah. shot of the Beau oh. Rivage as we say goodbye yeah. to Carl Johnson. We're going to come back. A nice win for Arkansas in the top 25. It's Lombardi line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.